Welcome everybody to the Building Ehrensburg podcast. I'm Thomas Ehrensburg. And I'm Catherine Ehrensburg. And today's been a long day, just like I feel like every Sunday we get on here. <laughs> yeah, but we're recording again at night, which is not our favorite thing to do. Um, I will say, though, this is the first day in a long time where I woke up and I have not stopped. Like I don't think I've checked my phone all day. I ate standing up yeah. at lunch. I guess sitting down. I ate sitting down for dinner, and that was it. Yeah. It hasn't been just today. It was yesterday, too. Both days, the whole weekend, were just No, because yesterday we stopped. We were tiling yesterday, Saturday, and we stopped because we ran out of the little spacer things. Yeah, it's been a whole debacle. Do you guys want to hear about our tile spacing debacle? <laughs> you can just check kidding. it out on the Insta. Um, but we stopped at like... Four o'clock maybe yesterday, I feel like. Whereas today... I'm telling you, I don't remember yesterday. I have, Like, you're sitting here talking about yesterday, and I am i don't even remember it. I can barely remember today. Today, so many things happened that it felt like a week put into one yeah. 24-hour period. We woke up this morning. I didn't want to get out of bed, but we had church. And I had to go get the donuts for my brother <laughs> before church. <laughs> Then went to church. You were burdened with the 6.30 a.m. 23 dozen donuts. How was it? 23? 23, yeah. Dozen donuts. 24 dozens? I don't know. Through your car window. Because you said the doors weren't open at at Krispy Kreme at 6.30 a.m. And they didn't have bags either. The guy's like, sorry, I don't have any bags. So he handed them through the window three at a time. Okay, hold on. Here's... Oh, wait, you had both boys. So you could have passed them to the back. That's what I was doing. Okay. I'm imagining one kid in the car with you and just stacking up 24. Because you can't... You'd have to have somebody putting them in the back. Anyway. Yeah, we had one in the back, and he was, like, putting them in handing the Handing them over. And then. But then we went to my parents for breakfast, which was great. But we kind of knew, like, oh, goodness, we've got to get this tile stuff done because we have a neighborhood Mardi Gras parade that starts at 2. We have to be lined up by 145. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's that mom math that you always talk about where it's like, you know what time you have to leave or what when what right. time something is going to happen. And you start mathing backward right. with time to figure out how it's all going to fit in. Yep. Um, and we had it pretty well calculated out until... till disaster struck. till disaster <laughs> struck, which was that we were in the middle of finishing. We were about to finish the bathroom. I had put all of the uh, mortar down on the ground to finish the last two rows of, of tile. And I had purchased four, four boxes of tile from Lowe's. And... Um, Long story short, I opened the fourth box, the very last box, and it was not the correct tile. I had picked up one box of incorrect different tile. You know what's crazy is that we found that out today and not yesterday. Exactly. That's exactly what I was talking to my dad about was the fact that we had four boxes of tile. Mm -hmm. You can do the statistical math on the odds. 25%. uh, Yeah, I guess it was 25% (laughs) of me opening it last. But it it went through a lot of iterations. Like I had two boxes that I'd put up in the storage room and I had two boxes still in my truck. Well, and I had a box that was sitting out by where I was cutting. Mm -hmm. Because the way we, the way we lay tiles, Catherine lays the, the center of the room and then she calls out measurements and I you're am the, over by you're the, the cutting person. I'm cutting all the pieces and bringing all the special cut pieces to you. I tried to cut a few pieces. We switched for a little while because, <laughs> I mean, if you've ever laid tile before, you know, your knees, your back, your hamstrings. My calves. Yeah. I was like standing on my toes for some of it because we were just a closet. Burning. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, all right, we'll switch. 
And so I would lay, 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 and then I'm like, all right, I need six and a half. Keep laying, laying. And I'm like, where is that six and a half? <laughs> and I walk out, and there is a graveyard full <laughs> of shattered tile. You tried to give me a tutorial, and I did not understand well, it. And then there were two different times you brought it to me, and I put it in the spot. I was like, this is not four and a half. This is three and a half. I was half. looking at the measurement wrong. You know how they say measure twice, cut once? <laughs> I need to measure like 14 times and still probably need to cut twice. So it's I think bad. I only laid about two lines of tile. I was like, let's switch back. This is not working. And in, I mean, look, I got to, I love to prop you up, but dude, you screwed it up in two lines. In the two lines that I had. We for, both for have our jobs. And we have our jobs for a reason. That's right. Like, very good reason. You basically jacked up the grout. You know, the spacing of the tile. Yeah, I didn't line them up with the other. We're basically doing a what they call like a brick pattern with the tile. The tiles are six by 12, so they're rectangular shaped. And then we're doing a pattern where each tile is sitting between. The halfway. The halfway in between. Right, the halfway point. I don't know how on earth you managed to lay a tile. I went into the closet where I couldn't see the other lines. And I just started laying it. I didn't even think, like, maybe I should make sure it lines up with the outside of the room, like the main part of the room. I strongly feel like this is a mistake I would not have made. You um, would have probably thought ahead, like, oh, I got to make sure that this first piece that I put down it lines up two more down the road. So, you know? literally the two lines you did were the ones that got us off I track. I think only one of the two is off, but yeah. it's enough to where... Yeah. So, then I had to kind of reset the situation... Uh, but I mean, again, you're good at the cutting and yeah. I'm not. I'm terrible at it. Terrible at it. Like, you're right. There was a lot of broken pieces. <laughs> so anyway. And the way they were broken were so spectacular. They weren't like <laughs> broken like, oh, it was supposed to break at three inches. It broke at four inches. These things are split like down the middle. They're like sh- like shattered, shattered. jagged. They're yeah. jagged looking. I don't even know how you. So we have two different types of tile saw. We have a wet saw, which is electrical and then we have one that's like a sketch what do they call it i was gonna say it just scores it's gonna etch a sketch (laughs) yeah it scores the top of the tile and then it breaks i think it might even called a tile breaker yeah so anyway i don't know how to use a tile breaker i've only ever used the power version the wet saw one yeah which is a lot a lot easier it doesn't do as nice of a job i mean the breaker one really does cut a clean it's called a tile cutter okay not a breaker a tile cutter but so, basically, it scores the top of the tile, and then you press down on it, and it snaps right along the score. Yeah. I don't know how to use it. You tried to teach me, yeah. but I had no success with it. So anyway, we get around to the very end. We're in a rush because, again, we've come home from my parents' house. We were going to get this tiling done before we were going to go to the Mardi Gras parade, and we were making fantastic time. Mm-hmm. And then um, I opened up that last box, and it was a completely different tile. And um, so I go running to the car, rushing to Lowe's, the one store that had the tile that, because the whole story, if you're not following me on social media, there was a much longer story behind the whole tile situation at our, for our bathroom. But more recently I found tile that I liked at Lowe's, Mm -hmm. but I only found it at one Lowe's. I had been to every Lowe's in Mobile and I couldn't find anything that I liked. And then... There was kind of another tile debacle about I found some. I couldn't return it. It was a whole thing. But anyway, I ended up finding this tile at Lowe's. And so I got I got enough to finish the project, except for I did not get the correct the one right. correct box. So I went back to that same Lowe's to because I knew it was the only one that carried it. And they had five tiles left. 
five tiles. And we need about 20. Yes. How many are in a box? 17? 25. Are there 25 in a box? Yeah. Okay. So um, I asked the guy that was working there if he could look and see if they had, you know, the old, you got more in the back? <laughs> and yeah. he was like, nope, don't have more in the back. And I said, well, does another store have them? And so he said, yes, another store in Mobile had them. And so um, I came home defeated and we kind of had to redo our game plan. But in the meantime, I had put that grout on the, I mean, the uh, mortar on the ground to prepare mm-hmm. to put uh, tile on. And you're at home going, we can't leave this here. It's right. going to dry. And if it dries, we're really in trouble. And so you had to scrape up all the mortar, which is a disaster. I'm really sorry you had to do that. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't? Mm-mm. Oh, gosh. I would have been Because, like you said, it was only two rows worth of stuff. So it's not like it was an entire floor. It, I got it up pretty quick. Okay, good. I felt really bad about that. So... I got home. We decided, okay, we're going to put this on pause. We went to the Mardi Gras parade. And then my mom and dad came back, and my aunt had come to the parade, too. And so they came back. And honestly, I did not expect to be entertaining people. I don't know <laughs> what I was thinking. When you invited I, them to the parade. I didn't know why on earth I would have thought that they would have just come to the parade and then gone home. That was stupid on my part. Do you know what I mean? Well, when you invited them this morning, we thought we would be done with the tile. That's true. One o'clock. Yeah. So they could have just come and hung out. Yeah. I thought that's what we'd have when, the afternoon yeah. to hang. So they were busting out the popcorn and the drinks just like we normally do after yeah. a regular Mardi Gras parade. Yeah. And so I was like serving snacks and stuff in the meantime, going like, oh gosh, we got this tile we've got to get done. Yeah. And so um, we, they were all sitting around. You came in like gung ho. You're like, we got to do this tile thing. So you were like, I'll go to the other store and get the tile. So you go get the tile. You come back and then you go, I'm all out of mortar. <laughs> well, and it's because if you back up, we did some tile yesterday, Saturday, and we ran out of spacers, so we, we had, had to stop. We I had, had to started clean my bucket. Yeah. And we wasted a bunch of mortar. Yeah, we had start started and stopped that project so many times yes. that we kept we cleaning wasted it. so much mortar. Yeah, so you re- didn't realize you would had run out because we weren't completely out. You added too much water on right. and on whatever, and so you ran out of mortar. You went back to get more mortar. So you were gone most of the time. That I'm sitting here like with my family hanging out and visiting and all that. Would you like to share the story? Yes. Of what happened? Yes. While you're entertaining them. Yes. So, you know, as we do, we're just, my dad's sitting there. He's got a drink in his hand. My aunt's got a tea in her hand. I've made popcorn. We're sitting around just talking about all the various things that are happening. And I had mentioned to my dad and to my aunt over the last week, I would say, that we had seen, you and I had witnessed an adult squirrel jumping in and out of what I call our bar, which is like a big tabletop in the outdoor, in our outdoor Outdoor. living area. And it has a piece of furniture underneath it that was meant to be a bathroom vanity. That's what it was built for. And Mm. we bought it and we put it under there as a piece of furniture. And then we have six bar stools, three on each side, but it's this huge tabletop. I think it's like 10 feet long, in five or six feet wide. It's a it's a real big tabletop and it's great for when we entertain. Well anyway, this piece of furniture that sits underneath it is a bathroom vanity. And so um it's a double vanity. And so from the front it just looks like a piece of furniture. But mm-hmm. from the top, if you can imagine your bathroom vanity with no countertop on it, it's open, completely open on top. Right. And since it's a double vanity, meaning it's got two two sinks that would go in it, right. The center drawer opens, but the two uh, two cavities, basically. There's 
Three cavities, technically. I guess. I don't know. There's drawers and there's some opening space, whatever, where sinks would go and all that. So I'm trying to give you an idea of what it looks like. But from the front, it looks like six drawers, two, three stacks of two is what it looks like from the front. Mm-hmm. Well, I had seen the squirrel going in and out of this dang vanity. And you had seen it too. Yep. And in the back of our heads, we're like, this thing is probably nesting. Like right. it's probably making a nest in there for, right. for babies or whatever. Or like, like scouting it out. I don't know about animals. I don't know what these things do. Are they sca- Do they scout? I mean, birds scout. I don't know. We've seen bluebirds. Yeah. They scout nests and, or boxes and all kinds of things. I don't know anything about squirrels. All I know is I don't want them nesting in my vanity. And so we got busy, you know, like, and then also what we did was we moved the stools away and we were like, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll <laughs> keep them from jumping up in there. <laughs> that'll keep them from jumping up Because that's what we had witnessed. They were jumping up on the stool and then mm-hmm. jumping into this, like, two-inch It doesn't space. take much. Basically, there's a gap between the counter, the counter and the vanity. And the vanity. Yeah. It's lifted up by a two-by-four. So there's a there's couple of inches right in there. there. Yeah. Plenty for a squirrel. It's not even remotely a small space for a squirrel. Very comfortable for it to get in and out. And so we thought, we'll move the bar stools out of the way. That'll get them. So we moved the barcels out of the that way. Squirrel to that's jump the, up there. That's the last we saw of them of that squirrel. We did it. But then I started thinking, okay, the squirrel was in the back of my mind. Was the squirrel in the back of your mind? No. <gasps> Once I moved those chairs, I was like, we're done. Okay. Done those. I never thought that for a second. I've been thinking about that squirrel for as long and it may it's probably been longer than a week. It's probably been two or three weeks. Time flies around here, so I don't know. So the other day, I think our oldest child said something like, there's something moving in the, like, I can hear something in there. And I was like, oh, it's a squirrel. It's the squirrel. I know it is. So, actually, but it's gone now. It, I had a bruise on my um, hand right here because I would go by that bar top and hit it, hoping it would, sk- like, if there was something in there, it would move and I'd be able to hear it and know, like, mm-hmm. okay, there is a squirrel in there. And the other day, I went by it and I, like, kicked the bottom of the, tabletop upward to mm-hmm. try like okay like shake it because it's really loud to do that it's a big heavy piece of wood it's not attached to this vanity it's just right. like sitting on top yeah. and so I kind of like shook it with my foot like tapped it I say kick it you know because it's heavy to get it to move and then something moved <laughs> this is like four days ago and so when something moved I looked under it because mm-hmm. there's like a there's enough of light coming through yeah. I could see the squirrel I could see its head. Did I tell you about this? No, you did not. I could see its head. I could see its ears. I could see its head. I could see its tail. I could see the whole squirrel. And so, I'm like, damn it, this thing's in here. Like, okay, but is it nesting? I don't, again, it's it's February, late January. I have no idea. Do they make babies this time of year? Do do they just make nests just to have something to sleep in? Are there necessarily babies involved? I don't know. But I can tell you... I am kicking this thing at my leg's length because I don't want to get anywhere near whatever's happening in there. Is there, I mean, is there like a colony of squirrels? I've only seen one, but is it like rats where it's like, if you see one, there's a thousand of them. Not a squirrelatologist. You know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. I'm not one either. So here we come today. To the Mardi Gras parade. I have been telling my aunt and my dad about this dang squirrel. I think I have a squirrel. And they both said, you got to get it out of there before it it makes babies. And I'm like, okay, great advice. Who's going to do that? Because it's not going to be me. Who and how? Exactly. Because let me tell you what I'm envisioning. I'm envisioning that we pull open the drawers on the front of the vanity and the thing comes flying out at me, jumping out at me. 
Yeah. Because I'm not of the mind, again, not a squirrelologist, but I am not of the mind that the squirrel is going to run away. I'm of the mind that the squirrel it's, is going to stay yeah. and defend its new home. That's right. And so I want nothing to do with that. But you know who does? My dad, who's just been to a Mardi Gras parade and has nothing else to do, and he's had a couple, a little bit of liquid courage mm-hmm. put inside of his body. He's ready to go. He's ready to go. And so I mentioned the squirrel to him, and he popped right up off that outdoor sofa and headed over to the piece of furniture and I backed up immediately and went inside. I was like, I want nothing to do that with this. So at first he was trying to figure out how to, cause I couldn't remember it was a double vanity. I couldn't remember. He like pulled it one of the drawers and it didn't open. And he was kind of like knocking around on it. See if anything would, would move Yeah, and nothing, we couldn't hear anything. And so he like pulled open one drawer, nothing happened. He pulled open the center bottom drawer and Every leaf off that oak tree from our backyard came flying out. Flying out. Packed in there pretty tight. They were packed in tight. And I was like, (gasps) (laughs) there is a squirrel in there. And so there wasn't any adult squirrel. Nothing came flying out at him. Did you get video of any of this? No. I'm telling you, I was afeared. I was afeared for my life. I also. You were behind a glass door. I'm going to be very honest with you. I didn't take video of it, of it at least, well, I didn't take any video of it. But I also immediately thought, I don't know what my dad will do with these squirrels. And I don't want anyone to know that we I'm have them. You publish it on the line. Well, that's how I felt about it. I immediately felt like this could be a great Instagram story, but it could end also badly. a bad one. Yeah. And it could be bad. Yeah. And that's how my brain works now. I have to automatically filter everything sure. through this brain of mine it's so messed up anyway i don't know how my dad feels about baby squirrels or adult squirrels or whatever but he is an alabama man born and raised in in mount vernon and the man learned how to use a slingshot as a child and hunted very well and very Mm -hmm. so who knows what he thinks prolific slingshots very prolific quail squirrel whatever so anyway i wasn't gonna publish any of this and i was really honestly like Afraid I was going to have to take him to the doctor to get a rabies shot after. Because I really did think this thing was going to come jumping out of this stupid vanity. So anyway, he pops open the drawer and these leaves come flying out. Like a filing cabinet from a movie, you know? Yeah. And um, so my mom gets over there and she starts pulling the leaves out of this thing. And then a baby falls out. And then there's like, oh my gosh, there's a baby, you know? And I'm like, oh my God, what are we going to do with this baby? What on earth am I going to do with a squirrel baby? Now we've, like, the Mm. mother has run away, and now we have squirrel babies. So now we have to deal with, like, do you just take them out and put them out of their misery? What do we do with these dang things? Because I am not raising a baby squirrel. Been there, done that when I was in high school. It's not ever happening again. Yeah. And so then pops a second squirrel, a baby squirrel. And these these babies are naked. They have no hair. Their eyes Mm. are not open yet. Like, they are very new. Yeah. And this is in the middle of all this damn tile stuff. Like, you're in the background, like... At Lowe's. Oh, yeah. You were basically at Lowe's the whole time because you went to go get the tile, yeah, came back. Me, and you're like, stuff's going down over here. <laughs> I was like, uh, You're like, I don't care. I'm in the middle of all these other things. I mean, a lot of different things at our house, too. Oh, my gosh. And so, anyway, long story short, my neighbor happens to be like a squirrel 
baby razor extraordinaire, which I kind of knew because one time one fell out of our tree, like an adult one. Yeah. But there was a there was an adult squirrel in our front yard that clearly had some sort of like paralysis or something going on. Yeah. And she came over and picked it up and like took care of it and took it to the environmental center or whatever. So like I knew she had some peripheral understanding and would be willing to maybe look at it. So anyway, she came over and got them. And I think they're going to be they're gonna be fine. Yeah, I'm sure they'll she be fine. She knows how to take care of them. It was like the best case scenario that it could possibly right. be. So in the meantime, then you come home with the mortar and you mix it all up and are ready to go. And I open up the tile and I'm like, these tiles don't match. They just don't. They're the same name. Mm-hmm. I even checked the model number to make sure because like sometimes the name might be the same, but they're not. They're, they're exact I, same model number. I can promise you they're not the same dye lot. And I don't know that the other ones that we bought were the same dye lot either, but these look significantly different to me. In fact, I even feel like they have a different texture underfoot. Like I felt the top of them mm-hmm. and they feel different to me, but they're definitely a lighter. They're like whiter. The ones that I got were more gray. Yeah. So anyway, like I could tell as I was going through the last two rows of tile, I was laying them and you would bring me pieces to fit in different places. I'm like, oh, that's from the last set. Yeah. Oh, this one's from the new set. I could tell which ones you were cutting. Yeah. So I don't know if anybody else will see the difference. I could not tell the difference. I you mean, couldn't. You, you were saying, and I was cutting them, and I couldn't tell. You were cutting them out in bright light, though, which yeah. I think. Well, you said there's a different texture. I didn't notice a texture, but you know, I'm just, just marking them and sticking them under a, a saw and cutting them, basically. Yeah. Not really handling them like you were. Yeah. So. Anyway, I just decided we're not doing this again. I had already again put down the mortar, and it was just time to get this project over with. So. Right. I don't. I didn't think it was a significant enough difference to where anybody might might notice, except me. And I'm the one who's down there handling it. Same thing with that grout. The um, the gap with the tile. No yeah. one else is going to notice that except me. You talking about the the lippage control? No. All level, although we could talk about that too. No, I was going about your the line that you got off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not lined up correctly. Right. Like as soon as I sat down there to to lay more tile, I was like, uh. What is this? And you're like, what? <laughs> it's like I immediately saw it. But I think no one else will see it because I fixed it. Like, Well, once you pointed out to me, I was like, oh, yeah, that line is off. How did that even happen? And then I realized, oh, because I was starting in the closet instead of starting out in the room. Yeah, you got to start in the middle. I should have started in the middle of the room so you, I could line everything up. But anyway. Anyway. That was, that was the a mistake. Last- the last few days have been real interesting, um, getting up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom upstairs rather than right outside the door. First world problems, you know? Yeah. But it will be very nice to have a toilet relatively close to our bedroom again. Can't wait. Yeah, you don't realize how much you miss it until you don't have it. <laughs> I have to tell you, you have to be, do some real debating in your mind um, when you're laying in bed and you need to go to the bathroom, but you're like, I don't want to go upstairs. Just you know, I do that. hope you go back so to sleep. So last night I woke up with a headache, and I do the same thing. It's kind of dumb, though. Because I'll wake up, it's not often, so don't be concerned for me medically. (laughs) But, I don't know, maybe once or twice a year I'll wake up and I have a headache. And I'll sit there and debate, like, should I get up and take some medicine? Or should I just go back to sleep right now and hope that the headache goes away? I think we all do that. It never goes away. Yeah. (laughs) Clearly I woke up probably because of the headache. Yeah. I still am going to have to go to the bathroom and... Going to sleep. I'm not going to be able to go back to sleep because I need to go to the bathroom. That's what my body is telling me. But I'm so lazy and so tired. I don't want to get up. And so I'll try to force myself to go back to sleep. That's what I did. And 
I never work. really went back to sleep starting <laughs> at three o'clock this morning. So note to self. But you know you've been doing this for years. Anytime yes. it happens and yes. you never learn the lesson. I never do. Well, because you think, oh, if I get up, then I'll be up and then I won't be able to go back to sleep. It's like if you try to sleep through the headache or through the urge to use the bathroom, you're not going to be able to go back to sleep anyway. Yeah, you may true. as well get up and yep. get moving with it. But back to the um, tile, um, we call it lippage, which is what it's called. Um, we have laid quite a bit of tile over time. Did we lay the master, not the master bathroom, the um, hallway bathroom in our old house? It was a mosaic tile, but I don't no, recall laying that. No, we paid somebody that. to do that. Okay. I just keep thinking about how miserable that would have been to lay sheets of tile yeah. and keep them flat, like miserable on a floor. So the tile that we were laying today is a six by 12 rectangle, as I mentioned earlier. And um, the we had outdoor tile laid in our outdoor living space uh last year maybe it's been a year and a half ago i don't know Mm -hmm. anyway they used the tile guy who i found to be amazing um used something called a tile leveler whenever he or it's a level it's called a leveler right it's a leveling system is what they call it yeah but it's it's a spacer if you've ever laid tile you know you have to have spacers in between your tile to have an even grout joint so that it all looks even but then what these do is you screw a top on them and it's round and so when you do that it spreads um it's it's not just that gap anymore you're also trying to get a flat surface across the top of the tile so it's like locking down the tiles um so they're all at the same height, basically. Yeah, they're all at the same height. Lippage is when they're not at the same height, and you'll you'll feel it. When you pull your foot across a tile or your hand across a tile or a mm. group of tiles, if you feel a bump between two right. different tiles. Either a raise or, or a lowering. Yeah, of the you tile should not feel it. that. That's called lippage. Right. And these this system prevent or almost completely eliminates that from happening. Right. And the first time we had ever seen it was when they were doing our tile on our outdoor yeah. living space and i was like oh this is the way to do it right so of course we kept that in mind whenever we were um laying the floor for this bathroom and we've got two more bathrooms to do so um it's also used on walls you can use it for wall tile so that's going to be really great oh, when we do our kitchen interesting yeah so um if you if you ever go to tile something i don't know if anybody ever will people are probably like just let the professionals do it but professionals use these too because right. it does make their job faster and easier i mean there's a lot less precision involved i don't know about faster that took us i felt like five times as long to lay this tile because we're screwing those things down yeah but to create a professional look we would have had lippage if we didn't have them we would have had lippage and let me tell you it saves a contractor's time if the expectation is that the the tile is laid correctly with no lippage it does save them time absolutely even if it takes them longer to put those spacers in it creates a more professional-looking job. And for a professional who's already installing them, it makes their job faster because it would take them a lot longer to level out by eye or whatever. Right, or by feel. Yeah, every single tile. Right. And that's what I mean by it being faster. I would imagine, you know, a lot of these trades, like these skills for these tradesmen are lost. Mm -hmm. I would bet that back in the day... Um, when they're true craftsmen at tiling or whatever, they didn't they didn't have stuff like this because they didn't need stuff. Oh, like that. I'm sure. Yeah, I bet those guys could lay tile completely flat with just regular spacers or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
heck, I could see them not even using spacers. Like <laughs> they just yeah. like, use their pinky or something. And yeah, I mean, our floors in our house are all beautifully done. Yeah, except for they're breaking apart at this point. They're, I mean, they're 40, 50 years old now. Forty, mm. I think. 30, 40, 50. 50. Yeah, 50 years old. Um, So they're just getting older. Right. But I've never seen any weird gappage or felt any lippage or any of that stuff in any of our floors. Yeah. But with DIYers. And I guarantee these uh, leveling systems didn't exist no, in the 70s. No. But let me tell you, gosh, I thought, wish I thought of it first. It's just a genius product and will make our floor look like it's a professional install yeah. when it was not. Yeah. I mean... They're expensive to purchase, um, but in my opinion, worth the extra cost to get the professional. Well, look. yeah, if you're doing it, if you're doing it yourself and you want it to look like you didn't do it yourself, yeah, then you have to. You should spend the money on something like this. Well, to me, it's a tool that's people want to um, DIY to save the money on the professional install. But they want the look of the professional install. Right. So there's got to be some tools that can get you to that point. Right. Now, I'm not going to say this looks like our tile job looks like a professional install because I can assure you it does not. No. But it's a heck of a lot closer than it would have been if we had not used these levelers. Because I think the the lippage stuff would have 100% happened. Any tile I've ever done always has lippage. Right. Always. And I know that because I can never get the grout Right. The grout is yeah, always messed up. Yeah, when you go to push up. the grout in, it keeps catching on the higher yeah. tiles. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. And it shouldn't do that. Well, we'll see this time around how much quicker all that goes. Yeah. And how much smoother all of that lays down. Yeah. I hope so. I hope it does well because I really, I mean, I remember I have like memories of grouting things and being like, oh, this is so terrible. And you don't really know well, why. Right. What ends up happening is one of the tiles is a lot lower. And so when you are pushing the grout across... It just like all piles up in this valley mm-hmm. that was created. And it created. also backs up on the lower tile. So it's like yeah. you don't even get the full, you can't even see the whole tile because it's not yeah. properly. It's a weird, the grout line looks weird yeah. because they're not at the same height. Yeah. We'll see. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be really good. And it's just one step. My dad asked me, well, you got this done. What What else? Are you done with that bathroom now? I'm like, no, we have an exhaust fan to put in. I mean, this fa- this bathroom is going to take us just forever. Oh, that's why you asked me. About the fan. I guess you're yeah. asking, do we have to put it in? I think he, we just were talking about generally. We're going to put it in regardless. Yeah. But I think we were, he was asking about it being code because I said it was code. You Because that, that bathroom, the downstairs one that we're, we're tiling right now, used to have a window in it and it got switched to a door. Right. And I believe the code is that you have to have a door, I mean a window or an exhaust fan. That's right. And since they got rid of the window. There's no way to vent all that steam. Yeah. So Ow. we're going to do that. And let's be honest, like th- that's our guest bathroom downstairs. And when I'm in someone else's house, not that I'm, you know, choosing to do number twosies in somebody else's house, but sometimes it happens. It happens. And I not only want it for the air, the like air motion and stank suction, but I also want it for like noise cover. Yes. I want all the things. Noise control. Yeah. So when we were shopping, we were like looking at all these is it uh, CFFCM, CFMs, or something like that? Basically, it's the noise of the well, fan. No, CFM is how much air it moves, but oh, okay. there is another, gosh, what is that one called? I don't remember. Um, yeah, where it's like 
how quiet it is. Yeah, and I was like, dang it, why do we want a quiet fan? Like, the quieter it is, the more expensive, the more expensive it is. That's right. And I'm like, we want the least quiet fan. Yeah. We, we want, want some for it white just, noise going on. Yeah, we want it to sound like there's a jet engine covering whatever noises you're making in that bathroom. That's right. That is ideal. So we're looking out for you, guest of so our house. So we want high suction. I mean, like, seriously, like a jet engine just like... Suck yeah. it all up out of there and make as much noise as possible. We are really thinking about, we are considering our guests very heavily in, in all of this stuff. That's right. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would want. I was, if, if there's anything like that going down, I will go, um, can you join me to your most private bathroom? Thank you so much. Yeah, you can go to the upstairs one. It has a fan that sounds like a 737 is landing. And I'll be like, perfect. That's exactly what I want. Yeah. I direct people to our theater bathroom now if they want the most oh, private yeah, it's one. way up in the corner of the house. Yeah. Real, I don't know if the fan's ne- necessarily long, I mean, um, loud, loud, but it's really far away from everything else. Right. So it's Unless your most... people are in the theater watching TV. Oh, you... Oh, gosh. Have you ever been in the position where you pass people and you're like, please don't... Like, everyone just needs to leave yeah. the area. The whole area. <laughs> Get out of here. Clearly, I've had some experiences. Announcement, everybody. Oh, my gosh. Did I tell you about the woman who walked in on me in the coffee shop the other day? Yes, you did. Oh, my goodness. That was my fault. I was in a coffee shop. I hope this person does not listen to this podcast because now they're going to know it was me if they didn't already know it was me. Probably did. (laughs) I was in a coffee shop, had to go to the bathroom. I had to unfollow you after that. That's fine. Fine. Seen too much. Went to no. There's nothing to see. That was a good thing. I would be way more embarrassed about this if I was actually just sitting on the toilet, but I was not. Um, so I go in the bathroom. And this coffee shop is in an old part of the the city and does not have new doors or whatever. So I locked the door, or what I thought was locking the door. I did not try the door after I locked it. Rookie mistake. Yeah. I should have. Especially an old. Oh gosh. Old. So I use the bathroom and I'm standing up and I like have my underwear pulled up, but like my pants are still down around my ankles. Mm-hmm. And she she pushed the door open and I screamed and she screamed and I finished up, you know, pull my pants up, for ice cream? Wash, wash my hands, and I walked out of the door and there was no one. <laughs> she had. I think she was just as embarrassed as I was. No doubt. I mean, I didn't go looking for people, you know, and I had a very distinctive, I had like a a sweater on that was a very distinctive color. Yeah. And um, so if she had even seen like anything, she saw the sweater, you know, right. so if I came out of the bathroom, she would know if That's it, the lady. <laughs> that's the lady. There she is. Anyway, she did not want to see me any more than I wanted to see her. So it was fine. I guess. That's why I'm not embarrassed about it. I was not like naked. Yeah. But I was definitely surprised. I screamed. You were caught with your pants down. Literally. Yep, I was. Well, I mean, that happens to happens to everyone. Not me, but... Everyone. I would <laughs> laugh except for my mouth is full of water. Uh, no, when we were in Laurel, though, we were at that coffee shop. It happened at coffee shops, I guess. <laughs> and there was an employee sitting near the bathrooms. I don't know if you noticed, there was like some couches back in that Just hanging back. out by the bathroom lounging. I guess they were on break I don't know was there a bookstore like situation in the I don't know anyway I had to relieve myself in the morning <laughs> and I walked past this person and they're just sitting there and 10 minutes later <laughs> I walked past them again and they're still sitting there it's like 
we we all know just what just happened. <laughs> and we're just going to move on with our lives. I'm not going to see you uh, again. Everybody poops. <laughs> like I walked out, I was like, you're still sitting here. She and made I'm it sure her they're business. Probably, they're probably like, you were in there that, that long. And then, oh my gosh, you, she she brought that upon herself, okay? Like, she made it her business to sit outside and be the door monitor, okay? I think she's just trying to find a comfortable place to sit. I don't know. By the bathroom? I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. But, I'm I mean, I'm pretty you know. sure we, like, looked at each other. When I, when I came out, she was still sitting there, and we just kind of looked at each other like, <laughs> yep, <laughs> happens. You're never going to see her again. Peace out. That's how I, look. I think I told you that because, like, mere moments after that, I stood up and a pad fell out of my coat Mm -hmm. that I was wearing. And I picked it up off the floor and was like, "Eh, I'm 40. I don't care anymore. If you, I don't care that you know that I went in there for 10 minutes. You know what I was doing. I don't care. I, yeah, pad fell on the floor. What you gonna, like, no, no one cares. I'm becoming that old lady who, like, you just don't care. Does not I mean, give. don't act like you wouldn't have spent 10 minutes in there if you didn't think of it first. <laughs> I hope they weren't waiting. <laughs> Gosh, that would be a bad situation. The one the one stallers are the worst situations. Yeah, this was not. Okay. And it was a boy and girl bathroom. So there's it was no a issue. unisex no, bathroom? No, I'm saying there was a boy and oh. a girl, like two different. Oh, okay. So it would not have been, they would not have been waiting. Probably was a better situation than... um. We stayed in an, a little Airbnb that was the noisiest. Yeah. Like you could hear every step in that place because it was like a super old. Yeah, it was a super old building. Um, actually, speaking of that, did you? Okay, this is nerdy old Catherine thinking about construction projects. When you walked in that bathroom, were you like, "How are these tiles not all cracked from all the movement that happens?" Well, and nothing was level in that place. Which was the other thing that was bothering me. That was bothering you? Well, it's just like, they took the time to redo this place. Could they not have You're leveled like, do some better. things up? <laughs> you have the it opportunity. Have yeah, I mean, <laughs> no doubt they probably like gutted a lot of stuff to mm-hmm. do that. So, you probably had time to throw in a subfloor if you had to. Let's get crazy with it. Put in a subfloor. Something set to level things out. <laughs> some self-leveling. Situation this is a real on. problem for people like us to go to construction places. Well, I mean, it was a bed and breakfast that used to be something. I don't even know what it used to be. Maybe they, the person who bought it was Catherine and Thomas Ahrensberg from 10 years ago, who would have done it exactly how like, yep. those people did it. No doubt. We have evolved Throw some heavily. Paint on that sucker. Mm-hmm. Put in some new fixtures. Yeah. Call it a day. We've Let evolved since... We've started, I mean, but that's how it has to happen, right? You have to do things, not, we weren't doing them halfway. We were just didn't know better. Yeah, you didn't know any better. We definitely did not. We thought we were doing a good job. And now we look back on it like, that's Yikes. embarrassing. Yikes. Like, I was watching the way you were um, putting the mortar down today. Mm-hmm. I remember, I forget what exact, what job were we doing I think it was on our first house. What did we tile in our first house? We tiled something, and I remember watching you tile and thinking, like, those grooves are not very deep. You know, when you, oh. when you pull the trowel across, and uh-huh. it, it makes that, 
what should be like a quarter inch height mm-hmm. of mortar. I really can't remember. Did we do a bathroom or something in that old yeah. other house? Mm-hmm. That must be what it was. And I remember watching like those, like I, I remember seeing YouTube videos and that just doesn't look right, but I don't know how to make it right. And I'm, I'm guessing like looking back on it now, you might've been holding it too flat. Probably. And so you weren't actually being able to use the whole mm-hmm. depth of that groove. Mm-hmm. Whereas now you hold it almost perpendicular when you mm-hmm. pull it across. And it just looks like it looks like what it should look like. If you watch a YouTube video and you watch someone pull a trowel across mortar. Oh, I'm so glad that you noticed that I've evolved. Thanks. But again, I when again, this is fifteen years ago probably now. Yeah. When you were doing it, I didn't like I watched it, I was like, that looks kind of like it, but there's something about it that just doesn't look right, but I couldn't tell you what it was. Yeah. And All I could think is about is that tile even still stuck down <laughs> wherever we did? Probably not. I don't know. Probably fell off the wall or whatever floor Oof. we were doing. I hope not. All I could think about while we were doing this bathroom, it, especially the first day we were doing it, which was Saturday. Well, mm-hmm. you've been working on this bathroom a lot longer. Right. The first day of tile, I mean. Yeah. Um, was we were like three hours into tiling and like a third of the way done with the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I was like, poor Thomas. I The amount of stuff that you do that takes so much more work. I mean, tile is pretty easy. Mm-hmm. I do all the easy stuff. And the amount of things that you do that takes so much more work and so much more time and you have endless amount of energy, it feels like. I was exhausted after three hours. Like, I just wanted to okay. go lay down I will somewhere. say this, though. The job that you do when we tile is so much more physically demanding. Mine takes a lot more skill, but yours physically. I just, I was exhausted. You're on your knees. You're bending over to reach, you know. But I don't remember. You're working on your hands and your knees the whole day. But I remember doing that like all day when we were younger, you know. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, we'd take a lunch break. I'd be tired. We'd take a lunch break, and we go back and finish it up. Right. It's a very small bathroom. Yeah. 50 square feet? Is that how many? If you didn't have the vanity and stuff in it, yeah. It's a small space. Take. I mean, the vanity takes up, I don't know, 15 or so of those, 20 well, of those square feet. Yeah, so it's probably like 35 square feet. Yeah. I was so tired after a third of the bathroom. I was like, how did we do whole houses? I just, but you, But you still do so much. Not like that. I don't do like the physical physical. You like, I, I can work all day. You took out all that tile and all the grout and all that stuff. Like uh, that's true. The mortar. That was a backbreaker for sure. I mean, you and Thomas, little Thomas. Yeah. It was crazy. Well, I don't know. I I know that we're not as young as we used to be. So we got to get this house done before we both just like. Is that gonna be nice when we just have, like, just like laundry to do? Uh, I'm excited uh, about that. Yeah, I hope that day comes. You don't think it'll ever come? I don't know. I mean... This is a seven-year project. We're on se- season five. This is season five. <laughs> season five of... <laughs> year five. No, I think Off we're in year... This is, we're starting year six. Okay. Of this house. And I said it was a seven-year project. We got two more years. <sighs> you think... Let's, can we do it in six? Uh, maybe. We probably could. Maybe. We, we have, have two kitchen, more bathrooms. bathroom. We're almost done with the downstairs bathroom. Then we have the kitchen. We, the two bathrooms up here, in some ways, they'll be easier. 
I'm looking. Have you seen this, the mortar bed that's happening behind us in this bathroom? Yeah, but it's on. It's not on a slab, so I know I won't have to get out my dang hammer drilling. Yeah, we might just that thing take out the there. pieces of wood that are out that underneath it. It should floor. It should just come out in chunks. Chunk out. Yeah. Yeah, that would be nice. Supposed anyway, to. I'm putting it at two more years. That's my like out. Okay. Not out, but we got to start enjoying things. Well, if the pool keeps breaking at the rate it breaks, I don't know that we'll ever enjoy it. That's true. And more recently, our van uh, has been on the fritz. We're getting it fixed this week, though. You know what was interesting? um, And we were talking about this the other day. I had made mention that when I turned 40, like, all of a sudden, (laughs) stuff starts breaking. My ankle still hurts from when I played in a flag football game at Thanksgiving. Are you going to play next year? Absolutely. I'm playing in a basketball game in about a month. Oh, gosh. That's going to be fun. Uh, But then also, like, my eyes, like, the day I turned 40. What do you mean? What's happening with your eyes? Remember, I told you this already. When I went to fix the coffee machine, I had to read something on the back. I had to, like, stick my head back there. No, you did not tell me this, sir. I'm almost sure I told you this. Do you want to use my glasses? No, so it, my eyes did focus. But like when I first looked, I was like, why is that blurry? And then about three seconds later, it all came into focus. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> and so like my eyes can still focus on stuff close, but it's just like, it's just Slower. like slow motion. I don't think you told me this. I thought I did. You would probably die if you had to go get glasses. I And I see it coming. It's going to happen. I already know it. Not like long glass, not long distance. Not long glasses. Long distance glasses, <laughs> short distance glasses. <laughs> Reading glasses. Yeah, probably. Anyway, how that relates to our van is our van just hit 90, I think it's at 91,000 miles, and all of a sudden, everything's just, well, like in a day. Yeah, it does feel like two that. Two major things were We're sending it up. to... You're very good at fixing all the things, but there comes a point, I think we're at that point with the pool as well, where we just need to have a professional fix it. Yeah. Because you can test out and try all you want, but I think it's better to actually find out what it is. Yeah, I can fix all the little things, but when it's like a major thing, so I think what's wrong with the van actually is the alternator. I've changed out alternators before, but the way they build cars nowadays, they like pack everything in so tight and there's so much computer stuff on them now mm-hmm. to get that alternator out of the van there's two or three special tools that i need plus it's in such a weird spot that when i watch the video the guy's like and then you pull it up and you twist it and turn it and pull and twist and turn back this way and turn it and t-. i was like i will never yeah what are there's we just about? comes a limit to and I guess with age comes that too, where like if you have to buy three tools to do it, right? You're never gonna do it again. Just go yeah. get the mechanic to do it, right? So we let we let people hire us because we're the professionals in our fields. You gotta just hire a professional. Yep, and that's where we are with the pool too, because the pool's leaking. Um, if it was a surface leak, I could fix that, but I think the leak is in somewhere in the plumbing. Which I've also fixed that too, but it required us hiring someone to come cut our concrete up mm-hmm. to fix that. So it's just money, you know what I mean? We're just just we're yeah. made of money. That's right. So we got kitchen cabinets coming. We got a pool that's broken. We got a van that's broken. Just 
with age comes brokenness of parts. If you like to send us a Venmo at Thomas Harrisburg, just kidding. Don't send us a Venmo. <sighs> I just can't imagine why it always happens like this, where it just feels like things pile on and pile mm-hmm. on. But Well, that's what our last episode was on, actually. Hmm. was on all of the things that are... I don't remember what our episode was about. I never remember. I know. We've done... So this is episode 117. And I couldn't tell you what 90% of our episodes <laughs> have been about. <laughs> that's okay. We get we get messages all the time. We get texts. Yeah, you know what's funny is that people that listen to us are like, oh, yeah, you said like 10 episodes ago, I blah, know. blah, blah. I'm you like, I don't remember saying that, but thank you for being impressed with what I said. <laughs> just came out of my mouth. We're so smart. It just came out of our mouth. We don't remember it because it was so smart. We I always say, say the I say brilliant things. things so much. I'm telling you, there is no one I feel dumber with than, um, well, everybody. Like, the, everybody that I feel like you hang around and, like, we talk to, I'm, like, the dumb, dumb creative person. There's something about, quote-unquote, creative intelligence, at least when it comes to myself, that I don't value the same as people that are, that, like, went to school and... That are book smart. Yeah. yeah no, lots of facts. Yeah. Trivia. And that's, it's still, I know, like... Mathematics. From a logical standpoint, I don't know that's silly, but I can't help it. Yeah. Ever since I was little, I've always felt some sort of inferiority when it comes to... Um, what is that called? The imposter syndrome. Oh, I got that. Major. Major, major. I think everybody has that. You do? About, yes. Absolutely. Just about various different things? Yeah. Anything you're not good at? No, even the stuff that I am good at, I feel like... Eh, I don't There's know someone good, else who's better. I don't know how good I really am at that. Like, I think I'm good at that, but... Yeah. I'm sure there are people way better in imposter probably syndrome. Sound smart around people that have no idea. Yeah, I don't. I don't you know, feel like that you, way. If you start talking about design stuff, I'm like, man, she is brilliant. But I'm bet in your mind, you're like, no, there's people that are way better than me. I'm kind well, of a hack. So yeah, hundred percent. But also, I feel like design stuff. There's no right answer. I think it's the people who. There, there's a right answer, but then probably not like math and not math, but um, like medicine and stuff. Not everything that is conventional wisdom is necessarily the truth either. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, would, I, I think I'm a good teacher, but at the same time, I look at what other teachers do in their classrooms. I'm like, nope, they're way better than me. <laughs> they work so much harder to put that kind of stuff together, and you know, they're they're way more creative in the way that they teach mm-hmm. what they teach. Imposter and syndrome, man, that's like my number one character trait, I would say. <laughs> Is that a character trait? <laughs> I guess it could be. I wonder if it's tied to like uh, humility or something, you know? Yeah, I'm the most humble. That's why I have imposter syndrome. I can't stand people that say they're humble. Like that is one of the things that drives me nuts. I mean, that pretty much... Pretty much says you're not humble. <laughs> what is your number one quality? I'm humble. The humility. Right. Do you think that's the same as people saying they're authentic? Because that's such a buzzword anymore. It's to the point now where it's not a buzzword. But if you're authentic, would you say you're authentic? I think you would say, I try to be authentic. Well, I try to be humble. No, people say they're humble. I hear, I've heard people say, I'm humble. Like, eh. Do you correct them and say, if you Are say you? that, you're not? No, I don't. Are they high school kids? Yes. Okay. 
So they're <laughs> like they don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, they here's don't, the thing: they one know. day they'll get ten years older and be like, "I used to say I was humble. That was yeah. such an I was such an idiot." You know, it's like most of the stuff you can't even hold them to, to yeah. hold them to because it's so silly. Right. They've been told that that is some quality that they're supposed to have, and so they say they are. Sure. I don't know. Well, I'm sure in their mind, if they tell themselves to be humble, then they are humble. It's like, uh, I don't think it works like that, guys, but <laughs> if, you know. You're giving a very Kenneth from 30 Rock look on your face. <laughs> <laughs> We've been watching a lot of 30 Rock lately, like probably way more than we should. We tend to go through these just, would you call it a rut? I don't know if it's a rut, but it's just like. We watch the same show, and it's something we've already seen every season of and every episode of. Right. Like, well, after Thirty Rock, we'll probably go back to The Office because that's how we that's yep. how we do. Or Shit's Creek because that's another good one. Yep, I could just watch all of those shows. We there's a bunch of them that are like that. The kids watch The Middle and yep. um, the Goldbergs. Goldbergs, yep. So they'll probably they've been through those two or three times. Mm-hmm. Those are all seen every episode. Yeah, and don't even think twice about it. Like they will watch it. On repeat. Yeah. And what's so dumb is if they have to go somewhere, they're like doing laundry, they're doing laundry and let me go get some more clothes. They pause it. As if they haven't seen it. Yeah. It's like, guys, you already know what's going to happen. I don't do that. I'll like go take a shower and come back and be like, it's still rolling. (laughs) Unless there's an episode, like we're coming up on these 30 Rock episodes with Matt Damon. Those are our favorite. And there's two or three that are really funny. And so we are. What? Do you think it's easy to hit takeoff, cruise and land? (laughs) He's a pilot. Yeah. Those are really good episodes. If you've ever or never seen 30 Rock, look up. I don't even know what season he's in. I don't know what season we're the in. Other, my other favorite episodes of 30 Rock is it all her dang boyfriends, all Liz Lemon's boyfriends. But when she's dating the whoever John Hamm is playing his oh, yeah. character. Yeah. But like he, a doctor. He plays a doctor and she she tells him that he uh, is in the bubble. And it's basically like really good-looking people. They don't have to actually be good at anything or perform anything because everybody lets them get away with everything they want because mm-hmm. they're good-looking. So that's that's the character that John Hamm plays. Yeah, that's those are funny episodes, too. <laughs> anyway, I want to know what y'all's um, show is that you watch on repeat. Is it something different? A lot of people love Friends. I've never been a Friends person. Uh, I've seen... I mean, I've watched episodes of it, but I, you're right. I've never gotten into it. I think it's the whole... If you like the dynamic with the character, like if you can relate with the characters and all that kind of stuff, I'm guessing that's why you like that kind of stuff. We also like um, New Girl, the first three seasons. Yeah. Past that. mm. Three seasons generally is my... We used to watch White Collar a bunch. We can go back to that. That was good. And so was Don't Laugh at Us. Burn Notice. No, we don't know. No, remember we tried to watch that again? <laughs> so we watched Burn Notice all the way through. It's a bunch of seasons, like maybe nine or ten. And we we're like, oh, this is so good. And several people were like, that show is such trash. And um, we're like, no, we were defending it. It was so good. And so we got all the way through it, didn't watch it again. And then years later, we went to go try to go back and watch it again. And we we're like, oh, this is such trash. So dumb. So dumb. But there was a time when we were having babies, especially... um. Uh, our oldest, we sat and watched so much TV together because enthusiasm. Oh, so much curb your enthusiasm. We would rent the DVDs from the library. library, This is before streaming. This was before we didn't ever have cable Netflix. Yeah. Before Netflix, any of those things. Well, they may have had the movies on DVD that you could borrow. Yeah, maybe 
You guys, we've lived. But you could go to the library for a dollar and rent those things. Uh huh. Which is what we did. Some of them were free. And we also watched. I think Scrubs. We also watched. Yeah. All the way through on the DVDs from. Yeah, the that's library. another good one to watch on repeat. Yeah. Some good sitcoms. We were just talking about that with our 24, 26, 28, however many episodes per season. Oh, yeah. Whereas now we're so stuck on this whole like mini series eight episodes mm-hmm. and getting it tied up. Yeah. Which I'm here for. I don't need 24 episodes. Well, those sitcoms, which they don't make, I mean, I guess they still do make sitcoms like that. But, you know, back in the early 2000s, like that is how people watch TV. And like that was just. That just 20, was what it was. I mean, you talk about filler upon filler. 24 well, but you didn't, episodes? In a lot of those sitcoms, you didn't need to watch them sequentially. You could just like pick up and watch any episode of The Office, and you didn't miss anything from the previous episode. Yeah, it just depends on what it is. Some of them are very soap opera-y, which means you could come sure. back three months later, and they still haven't resolved the fight sure. they had three months ago. But the episode, for the most part, the episode in itself is kind of a standalone. Almost all those shows were or made that way. Yeah. They kind of stand alone. Yeah, they do belong to a bigger story for the maybe season. That's, maybe that's the kind of shows that we like are the ones that aren't, you don't have to watch one to lead to the next one. Right. We're just not that type of... I mean, you could just drop us off on any season of any episode of The Office and we'd find it entertaining. Yeah. We don't need to start at episode one. And, I definitely know. had some least favorite areas of time. From the office. Like when Andy became the boss. Yeah, well, after after Michael left, it was, it got rare. Yeah, it's true. So, anyway. Well, you guys send us your favorite, because I want to I hear what you guys, I feel like it's so generational. There's probably going to be someone who's going to say, I love to watch Gunsmoke, or I love to watch. Oh, Lord. You know, I don't like, think anyone that watched Gunsmoke listens to this podcast. SVU. I think my dad watches Gunsmoke. Yeah. My dad listens to this podcast. Well, there so you go. There, tell us if you've got squirrels hiding somewhere, and how you Don't evacuated them. You just can so call you know, Catherine's dad. Let's <laughs> take care of them. I'm just glad that we were able to find a home for them because, I mean, you're you were sweating about it. There were some ideas floated. Let's just say that. Yeah. And I was not comfortable with any of them. Yeah. But I had no idea who was going to take those dang things. But I'm glad someone took those dang things. Yep. And I've been told I'll get pictures of them growing up. The baby twins. They might just take some squirrel pictures. Random I know. <laughs> there it is. They're up in the tree. So growing up so quickly. So listen to this. I was telling my dad. There, okay, I know we're past time. But anyway, when we were kids, my dad would always tell this story about this um, sea lion that had been injured in the ocean or something. I don't know the story exactly, but I'm going to give you the brief tale. Um Injured in the ocean, you know, they took it in, they helped bring it back to life and all this mm-hmm. different stuff. And they like, the whole town came to watch it be released back into the ocean. And Uh-oh. as soon as the thing got released into the ocean, a whale came and just Shark, reached up probably. and ate it, something. Yeah. Just ate it. And the whole town's standing there like, I mean, how many millions of dollars they probably spent on this dang thing to I get it know. back? That happened to my friend with a squirrel. She um, nursed this, she took this baby squirrel that was like the ones that we just had, nursed it. Until it was an adult and was like, this is a wild animal. I need to release it into the wild. She yeah. released it into her backyard and a hawk came and immediately scooped it out of the yard. Yep. Because they don't know how to survive. They Nature, have no man. Instincts. I don't even know if it was a survival thing at all. It was just like. I think it is. I think 
uh, regular squirrels know not to run across a wide open yard. Or... <laughs> squirrels are really dumb, Thomas. I mean, I feel like they're running underneath my car tires all the time. Like, That's I slow down. That's different. I slow down to give them a chance, but let's be honest. Oh, I'm not going to slam on brakes. You made them <laughs> You speed up. I stay at the constant speed. They got to... <laughs> They got to adjust to that. They, I mean, slowing down, that might mess them up. They're just so dumb. I just, I mean, it feels like they're trying to cause an accident, like that Geico commercial from back yeah. in the day. No, I, I try to stay. I figure they've already calculated my speed, and me changing my speed messes them up. Oh, the, the squirrels are doing math now. Well, they're not, but like if you threw a rock at me, that rock is going to stay at the same speed. From the time you threw it to the time it almost hits my head. I should see my eyeballs right now. <laughs> so they're wide open. I can adjust what? my movements what is to make the, the rock miss me. <laughs> if that rock was all of a sudden to change its speed, <laughs> that would throw me off. These <laughs> are the smartest squirrels on the planet. Not a smart thing. They really got just physics. A, they got physics. They got it's instinctual algebra. You see the thing coming at you. Well, squirrels you see things coming at them, and they just get right in the way. Well, that's on them. I refer to those squirrels as suicide squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> because it I really was coming, is. they saw me coming, they didn't move. Survival of the fittest, truly. This is na- this is how nature culls out and creates superior species. That's right. It's how it happens. So your friend squirrel was not meant for the squirrel population. The one that was in I think that the squirrel that l- nested in our area was actually very smart. Well, that was a very its smart... offspring will live because of it. Yeah, it's true. Although they could have not lived had other people been the decision makers yeah. in the process. No, everyone there ultimately did not want the babies to die. They wanted them to live. But we were worried that we didn't have... Like, the resources. Well, no one was willing to take the things on to take care of right. them. So it's like, we right. need to find someone else to take care of them or they're going to die. And we don't want them to starve or suffer. So right. there's our two options. We either put them out of their misery now or we find someone to take them. And luckily, both me and my aunt were able to find someone who would immediately take them. Okay. And so my neighbor was closer and she came over earlier. And these things, they're cold. I mean, it's cool outside and they're supposed to be all snugly warm. And I wasn't snuggling them. So right. we had to get them somewhere. So she like put them under a light, put them in a blanket, did the whole thing. And fortunately, She's, no hawks were around. No hawks. She is a squirrel angel. Yeah. Upon them. Thank goodness for her. All right, you guys. That is all we have for you this week. You can come back, tune in next week for us to talk more about our struggles and our, <laughs> our next time project. Hopefully there won't be more struggles <laughs> next week. There's always struggles. <laughs> God. I don't want to be talking about van struggles next week, I hope. Nope. No, ma'am. Nope. <laughs> Until next time, bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs>